Hey, welcome to Shortcast with Ryan, and I'm your host. You're never too young or too old to learn more about yourself. Self-discovery, or the process of learning about who you are at your core, is something that doesn't seem to get talked about much, and is something we definitely aren't taught while in school, but can be the difference between living an amazing life full of fulfillment and just living. It seems that many people are often living a life they are told to live. Go to school, go to college, get a job, find a spouse, get married, have kids, retire, die. Over and over again, I see people traveling along the same path of life that has been prescribed by our society. And over and over again, I see people who are miserable by this entrapment. It seems that we have lost the ability to imagine a different way of living, a different way of being, and lost the ability to determine what makes you feel alive and pursue it. I think that is one of the secrets to life. Find what brings you fulfillment, find what makes you feel alive, and figure out how you can craft your life around those things. This is much easier said than done, mainly because no one can figure it out for you. It takes understanding yourself and what you like, what you want, then taking the steps to start getting more of what you like and what you want. We can model what other people have done for themselves, but ultimately we are all unique, have our own desires and passions, and we'll have to take our own steps towards realizing them. We often aren't very good at creating our own path, setting our own goals, and taking our own steps in a way that is uniquely us. The path for most people is laid before them. And many people are just following this path, often waking up later in life to realize they haven't been enjoying this direction set up by the advice of society. I believe there are many different ways to live a great life, as many ways as there are people on this planet. But I think the default path that consumes most people's journeys is not what most people want but simply what we know. It's what is taught in our education systems, taught in our churches, taught by our cultures, parents, and peers. The great mediocrity of our society. This path is designed to work for the most amount of people, which makes sense. But I would wager that most people, if shown different ways, or if encouraged, emboldened, and empowered to pursue their own personal path to fulfillment, would choose their personal path almost every time. Even though we build our society and systems as if humans are machines, we are not. We are unique, we are individuals, and we all have different desires to fulfill throughout the course of our journey and should strive to enable the most amount of people to seek and find that fulfillment. 
it starts with you. Your outward journey and experience of life starts with the journey inward. Dive into your own life, mind, and heart, and begin to ask questions of yourself and start flipping over your internal stones that conceal your desires. What has worked for me was doing this on a daily basis at the end of every day. After my day was finished, I would look back through my day and start asking questions. What did I do today? Did I do anything different than usual? What was my favorite part of the day? What was my least favorite part of the day? Was there something I wanted to do but didn't get to? Was there something I shouldn't have done but did anyways? Was this a good day? If so, what made it good? Why? Was it a bad day? If so, what made it bad? Why? All of these are amazing questions to ask yourself and reflect on. But I find that when you begin honing in on a few activities that start to stick out, you can really begin learning about the things that bring you fulfillment. For example, let's say I had a really good feeling day and I did a few things on that particular day. I mowed my lawn I played golf, and I made dinner. None of these activities are really out of the ordinary, but the combination of them in one day made me feel really good. Now, I start to look at each activity. How did I feel before mowing the lawn? How did I feel after? Well, I didn't want to do it, but when I finished, it felt great to see the lawn looking good, and I felt accomplished. Since mowing the lawn apparently felt great for me, what other activities are similar that, can I, that I can do on other days? Will I feel great after vacuuming? After cleaning dishes? Fixing a fence? I begin to hone on in on the internal fulfillment of keeping my living space clean and organized. And knowing this gives me a bunch of activities I can always look to do if I want to have a good day or make a day feel better. The same process for looking at golf and cooking dinner. How did these make me feel? Did I enjoy the process? What did I enjoy about these activities? Are there any activities that are similar? All of these questions start to uncover the source of your fulfillment and can start narrowing you in on the choices, lifestyles, and activities that bring you vitality and make you feel alive. These can always change and may be constantly evolving. So the process of reflecting on your actions and decisions is something that can be effective if used once, but transformational as a habit. This process works with things you didn't like as well. For me, I would reflect on days and there were a few activities I began to notice never really left me feeling better or didn't seem to contribute to me having a good day. The first for me was Netflix and TV. I noticed that on most of the days I was feeling just meh, I was spending a lot of time watching TV. So you can start to ask things like, 
Am I watching TV because I'm feeling meh? Or am I feeling meh because I'm watching TV? Often, for me, it was a little bit of both. But after noticing that TV seemed to act like an energy sink, and things like golf, cleaning, and cooking acted as an energy boost, I could begin to notice when I was watching TV and my mood was going downhill, and started to realize that if I got up and started doing one of the activities I really enjoyed, I could shift my mood and start creating and manufacturing more good days. Like I said, all of these activities and questions are completely personal to me. I just happen to get a lot of satisfaction out of exercise, cleaning, and cooking, and I don't tend to get a lot of fulfillment from watching TV. This will look different for every person, but being able to identify and notice the things you enjoy and don't, and more importantly, the reasons behind why these things satisfy you, will start to narrow you in on your truer, happier self like a coin rolling around a funnel. During the beginning of this self-reflection process, the coin is rolling around the outside perimeter of the funnel, far away from the center. And your changes in mood will reflect that. But as you ask more questions and begin to learn more and more about yourself, the coin begins to spiral closer and closer to the center of the funnel rolling in ever smaller circles, beginning to stray less from the center of the funnel, until eventually your coin is whizzling, whizzing right around the center of the funnel and falls through the middle. You have found yourself. You have, through the process of questioning and self-reflection, have found the things that are making you feel whole, making you feel centered, and making you feel fulfilled. You are never too young or too old to learn about yourself. Things that you might have loved last year may look completely different from this year, but building the process and habit of self-reflection, learning what you love, and being able to spot yourself either doing activities you enjoy or being able to pull yourself away from activities you don't is something that will change your life. Everyone is different. All of our funnels are different, and all of us will find ourselves seeking different paths if we allow ourselves to. I challenge you to begin reflecting on your days and actions. Begin identifying what makes you feel alive and fulfilled, and begin crafting your life so that you become the architect of your experience and live your own personal vitality and fulfillment. Thank you for listening to another episode of Shortcast with Ryan. This is another topic I've spoken about a little bit before of self-discovery and self-reflection, but really is and has been one of the biggest keys to me living a life that I love. And I think that it really will help a lot of people who implement this too. Like I said, I hope 
you take some time and lessons from this episode and reflect on your own life and try to identify the things that you love and try to do more of those things. Even if you spend one minute at night, one minute when your head hits the pillow, ask yourself, what did I like today? And find that, even if it's as little as brushing your teeth, even if it's as little as smelling fresh cut grass, it doesn't matter what it is. Find that one little thing that you enjoyed and start there. Once you do, I think your life will change. But like I said, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, there's many more like it, and I appreciate if you do listen. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, I really appreciate reviews as they help other people find this podcast. You can also check out my website, realwithryan.com. From there, you can check my other media, such as YouTube, podcasts, etc. It's all really good, and I hope you love it. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed, and as always, thank you for keeping it real with Ryan.